Guy Saint-Jacques, thank you very much for taking my call. Uh, my pleasure. Now, we just received some good news uh, this morning. Canadian officials were allowed a second consular visit to with Michael Kovrig. Uh, what do you make of this? This comes just two days after they visited the, the other Canadian who has been detained along with Mr. Kovrig. <clears throat> well, I think this is uh, good news. And uh, in fact, uh, we had been told that... Uh, there would be one visit that would be allowed uh, per month. And in fact, uh, the, uh, this visit uh, is happening maybe about just uh, three weeks after the first one. I think it's a, it's a good sign. And maybe also what the Chinese are thinking, are thinking ahead. And they know that uh, with the Chinese New Year being on February 5th uh, this year, they wanted to, to have this visit, and I assume that the next one will be just before the, the Chinese New Year. Uh, otherwise, I think that the the, the timing of the of the uh, third visit could have been uh, difficult because uh, everything will shut down for about a week, uh, ten days in China around the the, China, the Chinese New Year. Mm. In terms of um, politically, this also comes after. Um, uh, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau received some uh, support finally from uh, pr President Donald Trump. They discussed the the case. He there's been some uh, growing backing by uh, Canada's European allies in this case. Do you think this is uh, playing a role in uh, China's calculations? I think it is, and uh, you will have noticed also in the. Uh, editorial that was published in the Hill Times by Ambassador Lu Shaiyet that uh, he, uh, he criticized the uh, the countries that have been supporting Canada. But I I think as far as I know, this is the the first time where we see such uh, uh, such a, a show of uh, support by Western countries. And I think it's following the, the march made by the uh, Canadian government. I think it's the right strategy because it brings. Uh, more international uh, attention to uh, the case of Mr. Kovrig and uh, Spaver. And also, uh, hopefully, it will uh, help to uh, maybe to uh, reduce the temptation on the part of China to uh, detain other people. So uh, from my point of view, uh, these expressions of support uh, are very useful and very important. Now, uh, this also comes at a time when there was a Canadian parliamentary delegation in China. Um, there, there were some conflicting opinions uh, in Canada whether the, the visit should have happened. Uh, wh wh what's your take on it? Well, <clears throat> the, uh, uh, the uh, Canadian Parliamentary uh, Friendship Association uh, has probably planned that trip for some time. Of course, uh, it's not the best time to discuss uh, long-term collaboration and friendship, but on the other hand, I think we have to use all opportunities to express the uh, the views of Canadians uh, following the uh, these uh, detentions, uh, and also underline the fact that uh, uh, by acting in this way, uh, China uh, run the risk of uh, impacting, uh, creating some major negative impact on the bilateral relationship and also to tarnish its uh, image uh, uh, internationally. So I think that the, it would have been uh, very uh, 
disconcerting if the Canadian delegation would not have raised uh, this issue. In fact, I think that most people uh, would have expected them to, to raise it and raise it uh, very forcefully, uh, because otherwise, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's very difficult to pretend that uh, it's business as usual. Now, uh, of course, uh, you mentioned it yourself, uh, China's um, ambassador in Canada um, published this blistering op-ed piece in the Hill Times uh, accusing Canada and the other countries of white supremacy and double standards when, you know, we're, we demand, uh, uh, you know, uh, them to release immediately these two Canadians and um, kind of putting an equivalency between their judicial process and Canada's judicial process. What do you make of that as a, as a former ambassador yourself? Yeah, well, <clears throat> I, I find the, uh, the comments of uh, Ambassador uh, Lu Chaillet uh, uninformed and uh, uh, inappropriate. It reflects uh, a lack of understanding of uh, how rule of law operates. Uh, and um, uh, in fact, uh, you know, China itself has been pursuing and pressing Canada to conclude uh, an extradition country uh, treaty. Well, they they must they should know uh, better that you know once you have an extradition treaty, uh, uh, and in this case, uh, even if Mrs. Meng had not committed any crime in uh, in Canada, still, uh, uh, you know she was uh, uh, she she is suspected of committing a crime, and under the term of the uh, extradition treaty, we had no choice but to abide. And if we were to have a treaty with uh, China, we would do the same if there were a request. Even if the person would have done nothing in, uh, illegal in Canada, we would be forced by the terms of the treaty to return the person. So, in a way, uh, this uh, uh, publication of Ambassador Lu Chaillet just underlined uh, the, the tone of the Chinese diplomacy, which I find to be very uh, arrogant and uh, uh, you know, difficult to accept. Just looking ahead, what do you expect happen next? What uh, what's kind of your best case and worst case scenario in this? Well, I think that the uh, Canada should continue with its strategy of uh, uh, getting more international support. I think also that uh, we have to find uh, ways, uh, as many uh, channels of communication as possible, to pass on our concerns about the impact that this. Uh, all episode could have on the bilateral relationship, and here I'm thinking about, you know, the uh, the messages that could be passed on by the business community and so on. But I think also the federal government has to uh, prepare plans in case uh, the there is further pressure that is applied by the Chinese side. Uh, I think the only language that uh, China will understand is one of uh, firmness, uh, and uh, so we will have to to be strong. Uh, and uh, knowing that the extradition treaty could uh, go on for some time, uh, in fact, uh, uh, we have entered uh, a period where there could be turbulence uh, for quite some time. Yeah, because uh, the the U.S. has until January 30th to present its formal extradition request for um, Ms. Meng, and then Canada has another 30 days 
to decide whether to act uh, with the authority or to proceed. Uh, so, I mean, knowing the pace of the Canadian justice system, this could yep. drag on for a very long time. Yeah, yeah. I think that the, in fact, the next uh, hearing uh, is scheduled for February 6th. Uh, since uh, Mrs. Mung is represented by uh, a good lawyer, I think that uh, they will want to use uh, all uh, legal avenues to uh, delay our extradition, so uh, this could drag on for quite some time. You're right. Mm. Thank you very much. I really appreciate you taking the time to call me. Uh, my pleasure.